Hey y'all. So as a follow-up to the blog post that I posted earlier around stereotyping of young Nigerian men and the trauma that they have to go through um, because before they are able to go out um, and make a living uh, due to intimidation and harassment by security officials. Um, many people reached out to me, many young men reached out to me, uh, but the most high profile of them was um, an old friend of mine, a music artist and entrepreneur, Shnev. Um, and then I asked him a few questions about what his experience was on the issue. Take a listen. Of all of them, you're the one that I think I know who has the exact look that they stereotype. I've met you before. I've seen your looks on your album cover. You use your your hairstyle is very unique in terms of your artistry. Um, and then of course you have the look, the music artist look, which is usually what they stereotype, which is the reason why I thought yeah. when I just have your perspective as to what did you think when you read the 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 blog post? Which part of it did you relate with? And if you have an experience you'd like to share, just very simple. Yeah, the, the 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 whole thing, the whole thing, like generally, because it's 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 been like that for me most of the time. Although I've been, should I say, blessed or lucky that they have never really, I've never really been caught up in stuff like that as much as maybe a few other people. But obviously, I I don't really like to go out, and that's one of the reasons I don't really like to go out, especially when I'm in Lagos. I hardly go out. I'm always quick to, quick to, if they want to check my phone, I let them check my phone. Obviously, they, there's nothing they would see on my phone, you know, but but that stereotype thing is still there. Like when I was, I was in Abuja one time with my brother and when my, whenever my brother drives, you know, he's a young man, he's married and stuff. Whenever he drives, when he gets to this police checkpoints, they just like, you know, greet him and he passes. But the day I was in the car with him, when he got there, they looked into the car and then they saw me. They were like, park. <laughs> That's weird. They were like, park. And 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 they were like, okay, they wanted to check his trunk. They wanted to check his trunk and all of that. So he said, okay, he'll get the trunk for them. So he opened the trunk and then he went down to... Uh, properly opened the trunk for them. And then they were like, I should come down. Like they were telling me to come down. He was like, come down. He said, you want to check my trunk? Why do you want him to come down? They are like, no, we are, we are doing stop and search. Like, okay, you want to search? I came down, they searched me. They were checking the car for what they would never find, you know? And after all of that, they now wanted to ask for money. After you have done something stupid you know now you want to ask for money so we didn't just pay attention to them and we just drove off but it was crazy that just because of my look they felt like no they needed to stop me they needed to in interrogate me and stuff like that i've i've been there, there was a time also in festac there was a time also in festac where where i went to pick up something and then they saw me and then they said they wanted to search my phone. They searched my phone and then they saw a screenshot of uh, a friend I was having a conversation with who was in South Africa. He was telling me about a girl. And they were like, yeah, that, that, that's how the, um, these guys behave when they start talking to a girl. And before you know, they, they just started to twist issues. And then they said I should go get into the car with them. They didn't even want me to make a call. 
said I should get into the car. We went into the car and I said they were they were taking me to the station. Of which I know the first act police station. They said they were taking me to the station. I'm like, okay, let's go to the station. So they drove around and then they parked somewhere close to the station. And then they're like, what do I have? How much do I have? <laughs> I said, I don't have anything. We, of which, honestly, at the time, I I didn't have quite a lot with me. He said, I'll pay 20000 I'll pay 10000 At the end of the day, I gave them 1K and I left. But then I've actually not really had experiences with them like that. I don't, I don't even like to go out. And these days, even when they stop me, I'm the first to attack them. I don't even wait for them to start telling me, bring out your phone and stuff. I'm the first to attack them. Like, what, the, what do you want? What do you want with me? The fact that I, I'm on dread and stuff doesn't mean that um, who you are looking for, because we all know who they are looking for. If you have gone out more, would, you, would your life be different if you didn't have to worry about these type of interactions with the police would you go out more would you do more things yes i will actually i will actually I will. because these days if i want to go out if even though someone invites me to go out the first thing that comes to my mind is the police harassment that's mostly the first thing that comes to mind because i don't like getting into altercations with them at all like at all so that's always the first thing that comes to my mind it's ridiculous. Have you ever thought of changing your look because of 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 the you know what I mean? Like, has it ever occurred to you? Or maybe I yeah. change my more regular just so that I can avoid this sort of thing. I, uh, funny, funny enough, I've never, I've never thought about it because I feel like even though even though uh, they are to stop me and maybe question me and stuff, at the end of the day, they would see that I'm not the kind of person they're looking for. You know, there was a day, there was a day I told one, one, one asked me, I told him I'm a musician. And then he said, uh, where is your musician ID card? <laughs> musician ID <laughs> I was like, I, I was putting on, a, I was putting on a face cap with my name on it. And I'm like, that's my artist name. You can go on Google and search that if you have a, a, a phone with internet. And he was just looking at me and he was like, you can go. Like, what, what do you mean by musician ID card? <laughs> I think ridiculous to be honest. I think that you've just been fortunate to be honest, because I've heard of yeah. other people who have actually done nothing wrong. They found nothing on yeah. their phones. I mean, you heard all the gory stories during the answers. So, yeah, of course, I think that you've just either been fortunate to meet the ones that are reasonable, because I hear that you know there's some some of these police um, batches like Ojelegba under the bridge. You know, there are some yeah. notorious ones that. Even when there's nothing on you, they found nothing on you whatsoever. You stood your ground. You've done the right thing. They beat yeah. you up, intimidate you, take you to an ATM, make you withdraw money, take you to the station, make yeah. you make. I've, I've had all those stories, but I've never experienced. That's why I said initially that I'm lucky or blessed to have never experienced it because I remember when I was trying to promote my EP when I dropped my EP back then. I remember when I was trying to promote it. I was coming from a TV interview. TV interview, and just that day. We got to Beggar, and then we saw a group of police guys. And then, obviously, they saw my look, and then they stopped us. And it was like, may we know you? They are normal, useless question. May we know you? So I told them who I was. I told them what I do. And to my greatest surprise, the guy was like, oh, nice one. I'm glad you are doing something. And then he started to pray for me. He said, you go with what you are doing. You will succeed and all of that. And then we left there, and then I got to, I think I was going to Bagada that day. And then I got to 
another bus stop close to Bagada. And then I saw a group of them again in this, they are small, small buses. You know, and then may we know you, the question again, I explained to him, I showed him my album art and everything. The same thing, this same guy started to pray for me. I was like, oh, good luck. I wish you good luck with everything you do. So I had to edit the interview for time. But Shnez went on to say that he agrees that the potential of the Nigerian youth would have been triple fold if they did not have to deal with police profiling and negative stereotyping. As always, thank you for listening. This is Roxy. Follow me on Twitter at Roxy, R-O-Q-Z-E-E. Share your comments, feedback, and thoughts on this and other podcasts that I've shared in the past. Always a pleasure. Cheers, y'all.